Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we are taking a look at Micah 5, 2 through 5. And as a reminder, please leave a review on the podcast. We are well on our way to reaching our goal of 1,000 reviews by the end of January. So thank you to those of you who have left a review. And for those of you who haven't, we're waiting on you. We appreciate you. Thank you. I am here today in the podcast studio with two young adult friends who just so happen to be married to each other. It's Minlay. Hey, guys. And Leelay. Hi, everyone. And since you're married, as we sometimes do on the Join the Journey podcast, we tell stories about how we met and, and really how these relationships came to be. And I'm especially excited for this one. And I think you guys should tell them why. Ooh. So... <laughs> I, w- I mean, single men, I mean, it was a year and a half ago now, sitting at a birthday party with Emma Daughter. I was there at Emma the birthday party. Herself. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, hey, you, you down for a setup? And here we are now. We're married. That, which is kind of <laughs> crazy. happened just like that overnight. Just like that. And I mean, here we are today. And I mean, you know, we weren't exactly each other's types. No. Yeah, they, they, I it. had to convince them. They were not sure that they wanted to go on this date. I mean, Emma was, was especially very Leah. It's probably Emma like five dates. All of these text messages. I mean, she was your biggest high man, man. Min and I high became woman. friends because I used to always have a lot of troubles with my computer. And Min works on the IT team at Watermark. And so I'd go into his office. And while he worked on my computer, I'd just pepper him with questions about his dating life. A lot of relationship talks. <laughs> yeah. It was a great time. Min is slightly shorter than me. And so Emma in order to make me feel very comfortable with this, would just send me pictures of all these different celebrity couples. I don't know if <laughs> you even remember this, but I still have it. Like, every single couple where, like, the girl's a little bit taller, and she's like, oh, my gosh, look at Justin and Haley Bieber. Tom and how, Holland and oh my gosh, Exactly. And I was like, all right, I'm about it. This is it's not a thing. point of insecurity for me at all. I'm so sorry. Yeah, take that. Take it all back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then they got married. It was super fun. How many months ago now? Six? Five? It's been about five. Yeah, five. All right, so you're five months into marriage. You're pros, right? Definitely. <laughs> Min's like shaking his head no. No, we'll get there. He's rolling his eyes at me. What has been one thing that surprised you about the other person? Uh, man. Oh. <laughs> Leah is a really cleanly and organized person. Oh, my gosh. Did you not He's know this lying. in dating? In the summers. Oh, When she's not true. teaching... 20 kids. Yeah, Leah's a teacher. I am a teacher. And so we have had some some conflicts about men being very super clean. And I'm just organized, you know? Like, I mm. put the clothes away, but men, like, wants to, like, scrub everything all mm-hmm. the time. So, you know, trying to figure out that balance. It's a good balance. I don't like it being sticky, you know? Yeah, we found a sticky spoon one time, and it was just it was it was not the last straw. It was oh. the last, last straw for men. <laughs> <me. laughs> now, now men does the dishes. Yep. Uh, really? Yeah. That's my job. That was the solution? I mean, if he wants the, the if he wants spoons the, to hey, not be sticky. Whatever works, right? Yeah. He's smiling, talking. He's so proud that he does the dishes. Yeah, he's the best. Hey, Leah it does a lot hard. for me, okay? I come Aww. home and things are really put together, and I, I really appreciate that. Oh, this is so tender. Well, on that tender note, we got to jump into my five. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to have Leah kick us off. Give us some context. What stood out to you? All right. So what I learned during my little bit of research, you know, Bible Project video, study Bible, all the things. Love it. Is that Micah was around the time— was alive around the same time as Isaiah hmm. and was basically a prophet that was delivering God's warnings and judgment based on many years of corruption and disobedience. 
But as I've even read through and looked through Micah and almost every passage where he's talking about a judgment to come or um, some sort of warning, he always follows it by a promise of God's restoration that's to come in Jesus or just in later years. And so in chapter 5, which is the passage that we're talking about today, it's basically discussing God's ultimate plan of redemption through Jesus. Hmm. And when I was looking, there's actually a verse, verse 2, that talks about Bethlehem. And in Matthew 6, they actually quote this verse in verse 2 as the way that they knew that Jesus was going to be born in Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. And that was so interesting to me. I actually really never noticed that. And the more that I had really thought about the meaning of that, and I realized that all of the people in Israel were probably just referring to this passage and really hoping in Jesus. Yeah. And this was just a thing that they were referring to over and over again of that, where the Messiah would be born and in all this suffering that they're continuing to go through, that there is this hope or this light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, that one day he's going to come. That one day he's going to come and God is going to restore them, even through all of these different judgments and trials um, that are possible, that in the end of it, that Jesus will rule and reign. I love it. Min, what about you? Uh, I'd love to hear a little bit about your response to this passage? How do you live differently because of what you read? Yeah, so and we touched about it the whole front half of this episode of just marriage has changed a lot of the way I live. And so the way I approach the scriptures, and it, it just means something different for me right now. And so I've, I've had to force myself to slow down and just kind of meditate and read these these verses really slowly. And verse four is just, he, stand, uh, he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord. And sometimes I just have to sit here when I'm being anxious or figuring out, like, what does it mean to be a leader in a relationship? What does it mean um, to uh, kind of lead, lead us spiritually and, and set up precedence for what our, our family is going to be eventually? And I can worry about what all those things are, but just to sit there and, and remember, hey, like, Jesus is going to stand and shepherd his flock, and he's going to lead. And to have that burden lifted off my shoulders. And man, it's just been really sweet to sit in this passage. And then even just verse five, it's, he shall be their peace and they shall dwell securely. Some uh, translations even said like, and they shall abide. Hmm. And in marriage, it's it, abiding hasn't been easy for me and Leah. It's Things are completely different. Mm-hmm. Your and rhythms, your routines. Totally. And like just jumping into the word has been harder if, if I'm being 100% honest here. And that's been hard as I'm like, man, feeling this pressure is to be a husband and a leader and a spiritual leader. And, but being in a dry season, like that's been something we've been navigating together. And so, hey, if you're listening to this and you see us around or you're, or you're on your drive, hey, just pray for us, pray for our marriage and that the Lord would just lead us and that we would trust him and that we would actually believe that he will be our peace. That's what we've been sitting in is like, hey, like this has been challenging to us because there are a lot of times right now that I don't feel like we are dwelling securely. We're just curious of, Lord, like what's our timing for buying a house or having kids or um, community group is messy and there's double the amount of people now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just been really fun to sit in this together and uh, and just to meditate on it. So. Yeah. Leah, anything you'd add to that? Yeah, something that Min brought up the other day as we were just looking about this um, is we were talking about the Israelites must have looked at this passage and been so excited for Christ, like we are already said. Um, but now that we know that Jesus already came and that we have peace 
um, through our relationship with him, we've been talking about like, what can we, what are we looking forward at of Christ coming back and just at the promise of eternity? And just like Min said, there are so many moments where we fail, but thinking about how we can really live in light of that today, of Jesus has come and he now is our peace and we can have so much joy in that. And so instead of, you know, of course, looking back um, at the cross every day, but also looking forward to our future in heaven with the Lord when things get hard. And just there are a lot of moments where things can, just like Min was saying, feel messy and um, chaotic. But I've just been thinking through this week, what does it really look like for us to trust the Lord as our peace and just finding our identity in that? Mm, I love it. Hey, thank you two for being here. Any final thoughts? You feel good? Feeling great. All right, Leah. Yeah. Feel good. Thank you guys for being here, helping us continue our study through this Advent series. Uh, And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.